Welcome back to the B-Team Podcast. It's grand final time in the AFL. If you're from Sydney or Geelong, you must be G'd. And it's preliminary final time in the NRL, Bernard. It's the best time of year. It's it Christmas is. before Christmas. Weather's getting good as well. Oh, man. Do you go to the beach I did, on the yeah, weekend? I got burnt, though. Bit of sun. Yeah, I'm going to peel in a couple of days. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, I had skin was a bit white. Yeah, I'm it hadn't pale. been burnt in a while, and I was just doing a little, little coogee stares. <laughs> I'm feeling it now. I'm a bit burnt. But that's okay. Happens. That's okay. You know, you just need to, you need to shock the body, get, get a bit of colour there, like you have. A little bit, sl- slowly trying to. My brother went did a bit of a European hot girl summer. Uh, and he got he was nice and bronze, whereas I yeah, had to stay yeah. home. I've gone a bit white, so I'm I'm looking forward to the summer months. Hopefully, El Nino stays at, stays in in 2021. Back. I don't want her to be back. No one wants her back. But it was a big weekend of, of finals. Did you it get was. up to much? Did you watch? Did you watch the finals? I did. I did, Bernard. And mate, I don't know if anyone. No one can see this because we're not posting the full thing on YouTube anymore. But you're looking jacked, bro. And you've been training for something for something pretty special. Oh, mate, initially, look. I was getting fit, going to make the boxing debut. Yeah. Preparing, whether it was going to be no limit. I was ready to jump in the ring. Someone, whoever it be, influencer, maths contestant, whatever. I was doing the eight-week challenge with my old man, shredding down, putting on a bit of muscle. How much did you get down? No, I'm usually walking at around 85 kegs. Yep. Now at about 83. Beautiful. 83 and a bit. But this opportunity came up, you know, the, the Lebanon Cedars team, World Cup team. You know, Robbie Farah's not a dummy half anymore. You know, they, they, they got some younger hookers. And I thought, you know what? I played at a decent level when I was playing rugby league. I'll throw my hat in the ring, see if I can get a run. Go to training, looking at looking a bit sharp. And you never lose it. You never lose the nah, spiral. pass was spiral still there. Tight. Need to get the Ks in the legs, don't get me wrong. But anyway, this, this weekend, I'll find myself, I think, trialing against uh, your, your guys, the Azuri. The Italian I team. just missed out on selection for yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe we could have had a B-team yeah, face-off. But no, yeah, so it's looking like I will trial this weekend. with the, huge. Where at? The Lebanon Rugby League team. It's at Libcombe Oval, Saturday, 3 p.m. Ooh. It'll be fun. It, like, I'm just looking forward to playing again, you know. I, I, I played a bit at the start of the season. Yeah, I got caught up with work and, and stuff like that. But, mate, to just to wear the Lebanon jersey, whether or not I make the squad or not, is just going to be fun to do. You know, my old man will be down there. Representing the, uh, the my village in Lebanon, um, Shadi. So it should be it should be good, man. I'm I'm keen to get out there. I've been been training with the boys last three weeks. Feeling good. They had the first couple first graders there last night. Dewey was there rolling around training last night. Karaz. Yeah, the boys. Um, yeah, feeling alright. Just body's a bit sore. Doing the full wrestle contact and stuff. Getting the K's in the legs, but no, it should be it should be a fun little outing. So we Saturday. could be getting a Moses Dewey. Kru's no, no. Look, I don't take it like, on New Zealand. I think I think they've got uh, an experienced squad. There's some former players that have played uh, in previous World Cups. I look to have the best you game I can. Squeeze yourself in there. If I if I have an unbelievable game, I, I, I think the selectors will have to pick me. But I guess we'll wait and see. The right to left still good. Right left to, to right. Yeah, still looking straight sharp. Off the straight off well. the deck out of dummy half ten on the chest. Yeah, no. None of these things. Moving take targets. Two steps. Doing a bit of extras at training. No, it should be. It should be a good game. I'm just, I'm just keen to have a run. I'm just keen to have Nothing a run. Nothing worse than when a hooker, you know, takes a couple steps, just straight off the deck. You don't want to straight off that. the deck. That room service pass. I want <laughs> yeah. it straight in the bread basket on the chest. Well, we'll see how I go. It's all, it's all well and good to, to train well, but playing in a game is going to be something different. I haven't played in a in a game in a while, and this this should be fun. Yeah. There you go, B team fans. Anyone out there? If you don't like AFL because it's on the same time as the AFL, yeah. head down to Lidcombe Oval. 
Leapcom Oval? Yeah, Leapcom Oval, 3 o'clock. Oh, look, I'll, I'll be shooting some content around it for sure. For sure. We've got to get you mic'd up. Yeah, got to do, do something all around access. it. All access. K-Roos, B-Team. It'll be fun. It'll well, be good fun. luck, man. Let's, let's hope for the best. And let's also bring back the best segment in all the podcasts, mm-hmm. the John Bernard Room Around, room around up. up. Now, this one's big because I've been enjoying South's campaign to the finals, right? Been a big run. No one would have thought they would have got this far this year with Lockie Ilias and the drama around Adam Reynolds. But this one came out this week that at the centre, Campbell Graham, Great has play. been playing with a broken rib. Wow. And he's doing what he can for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, I don't know if you've been watching his personal game. He's been taking some big carries out he of has. his half. The last few weeks, he's been he's looking like one of the better centres in, in the finals the remaining finals teams to do that with broken ribs he must be in a lot of pain but mate he's he's making a a play for definitely i know he's featured in new south wales emerging teams and stuff like that but i reckon he's a center of the future whether it's playing for australia or for sure or new south wales and freddie loves him freddie's already said you know i, I want him in the team he's brought him in the squad and Everyone talks about Latrell coming back. That was massive. But Campbell was out for a while as well. Mm-hmm. He, those two were out, and they've come straight back in and turned them from a wooden spoon team to potential premiers, Bernard. I guess we'll see. This one coming out of the Gold Coast, not a lot of you know things happening out Brisbane no, way. Been, Gold been, Coast. Been a rough Brisbane year. were out the back door uh, to get into the eight. <coughs> missed out. Gold Coast Titans have been abysmal and nothing going on in the Gold no. Coast in the AFL. Very quiet if you're in Brisbane or the Gold Coast. But Good for going out. Yeah, great for Sin City yeah. and, you know, bedroom and whatnot. But, geez, it's it's tough. Tough for playing sport. For sporting landscape. But David Fafita is set to be linked with the the Dragons. I don't know if you've seen this. Really? Is is he the answer to the Dragons' troubles right now? Oh, you'd take him. But how much for? He's a quality player. Yeah, but you, that, you get him on a pay cut. Having this discussion, I think you need a forward in every team to be that one marquee forward. That's going to be above 800000 Think about yeah. all the good teams in the comp. They've got a forward that's on decent money. Yeah. Tamalolo, Payne Haas. Dogs brought Tavita Pengai over on 900000 I, I, I prefer Fafita. That's so what I mean. But You take him. But people come out and say, oh, Tavita Pengai's not worth nine hundred, Or the dogs should look to, to offload him. It's like, no, you. I, I want him at the dogs because you need a quality yeah. forward to lay the foundation. Aggression. Look at look at what Jared Weir Hargraves does at the Roosters. I mean, they just got Lodge over as well. He's on big money. And so I think a squad needs a, a forward on big money. And if you're the Dragons, you're not going to say no to it. No, but of course not. That's not the answer. I, what I mean, it's not the answer to their problems. Is you need a spine. You need a fullback. You yeah. need you need direction. You've got Ben Hunt, but he's been putting them on on his back. You know what I mean? He has. But they. But I would take him. I'd love to see him link up with a with a Trent Robinson. Or even Roosters. a Craig Bellamy. Yeah. Bring, get the best out in him. Yeah, this one was uh, another one that is towards South Sydney Rabbitohs, that they're going to find a home in a core stadium next year. And won't be playing at Allianz. Obviously, heart of South Sydney. Sydney Olympic Park, isn't it? <laughs> um, but do you think do you think they should be juggling with the Roosters at Allianz Stadium or should they be staying at... Staying at a court, or should they bring back a game at Redfern Oval? I'd love to see him bring back a couple games at Redfern. Yeah, I don't see why I mean, not. There's, a, there's a few games in the middle of June when it's pissing down raining that it doesn't even look like they get a thousand people for. So why not just pack out Redfern, give it a little renovation. I'm a Chooks fan, but common sense should prevail. They should be playing at Allianz. Just sh- or do a little six here, six there. Yeah. No, I know I Uncle Nick and, and the Roosters won't want that. Cody Walker's joked about 
finally going back home to Allianz uh, when he was going up, up against the Roosters. But I don't know. I, I think they It'd probably boost crowd numbers. Although there were a lot of sharks. The thing fans is, there I don't well. think the NRL cares necessarily no, no. about crowd numbers. No, they don't because they got so You're much TV billions money. of dollars yeah. in in television rights. Why do you care if a game's no, at Redfern? You're going to make the experience 10 times better if you're taking it to smaller grounds. And, and that's let's why be honest as well. League's a sport that's better to watch at home. 100%. I'm sorry. AFL's one who's like, you've got to be there. NRL, the like viewing... that Sydney game. Sydney oh, Collingwood would have been so good to nuts. go to. That would have been insane. Tickets were sold and out. And you've, like, you've got to be down there to appreciate how quick it is. But League, park up at home. Chuck on Fox League, not Channel 9. Ad free. Beautiful. This one comes out of Parramatta. Fellow Cedar. Mitchell Moses, who we have adored all year. We, we him. say... We love him. Um, put some uh, respect on his how name. How good did he play in that semi against Canberra? Makes, like, makes underrated. He's lightning quick. Oh, I, I think he's, a, he's a, one of the most underrated halves in the comp. But he's got a clause in his contract okay. that says if he wins the grand final, he becomes a $1 million player. He's not on a million or, or he's, a uh, he's not on a million right okay, now. What you, uh, look. If he wins him a comp, he gets whatever he wants. But... So, yeah, the, the clause in his contract says if he wins the grand he final, automatic he automatically bumps up to a million dollars or a million plus. But we've said it on the podcast all year. Just on market value alone and the lack of quality sevens in the comp. He's worth a mil. He's, he has to be worth a mil. So million. he's two g- w- g- wins away from a million dollars. If he, yeah, if he goes, watch. He's going to play the games of his life. If, if they beat the Cowboys in Townsville. It's a million dollar game, literally. <laughs> really. And then exactly right. And then he's got to go beat Penrith or Souths, which I think he'll be Penrith. It's he's. What more motivation do you want? Yeah. Yes, you want. Bucks on yes, you want to bring you want, a, ring, you yeah. want a ring to Parramatta. You want the. You want to bring a trophy back to. But then you get a million bucks. You can buy as many rings. Exactly as you want. right. So I, I think I would take the rings. But Andrew Johns has come out and What's said, he said now? the eighth immortal. Now he's he's his comments and criticisms to rugby league hold a lot of weight. He's an they immortal. He's a, right. He's the goat. He's had a few hits. He's had a few misses. You know, What's calling Luke Brooks, Luke Brooks the next, the next next Andrew Johns, or uh, he's put some, he's given some raps to a few players, but now he's come out and said that the person who made the decision to get rid of Adam Reynolds and go with Lockie Elias should be applauded. Now I kind of have to agree with him with this. However, throughout the season, it's media so fickle because when Broncos were firing, yeah. And everyone's like, Adam Reynolds, geez, he can go another four years. Why did South Sydney make the decision? And Lockie Illis is getting hooked off the field. Yeah. Everyone wants to go at, okay, make South up your mind. Up. It's like, yeah, we're, we're... And Colin Coward does this a lot in the US. Yeah, And, and the media are very hot and cold with players like Baker Mayfield. When someone's going really well and they get on them, they hype them up, and they're going bad and they're just and kicking, they kick kicking them while they're down. down. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's loving Lockie Illis. And he's playing some good footy. Defensively, he's been really strong as well. But, I mean, do you have you can credit you know Latrell coming in like you did yeah. last week, but I just I think this is I want to have a go at the media because it's go, just go, it's go. it's no no I'm just saying it's too you're too fickle make up your minds is it a great decision yeah on behalf of South we or? can agree Bernard it was a sh- it was a shocking decision I agree Rocky's been good he hasn't yeah. been the eighth immortal let's they're playing the way they're playing because Latrell it's as simple as that if Latrell wasn't there they'd probably have finished twelfth mm-hmm. Lockie's doing a great job particularly in defence I think he's got a lot of work. They were going on. I was watching Channel 9. They were going on and on and on about how well he was playing against the Roosters. Mm-hmm. I thought he was the only person keeping the Roosters in the game. He was kicking it out in the full. He's got a lot of work to do. It was a bad decision. 
I think it was a bad decision. Just because be- imagine this team on the run that they with are Adam with Adam Reynolds. One hundred percent, they're a legitimate finals. But Lockie is playing well, and it's his first year. So, mate, credit to him. I, I like seeing I think a young it's, kid it's do a, you well. Know what? It's a win-win for everyone. Pe- Broncos now they'll be even better. They'll probably make the finals fun, next year. Also, fun fact about Lockie Ilias, Greek international. Could be, could be playing for Greece in the World Cup. Yeah, fellow Leichhardt Wanderer as well. I think he did play yeah. in the Leichhardt. He He's a Gre- so Greece in the World Cup? No, they're not. I don't know. I don't think so. But he would be in the you know in the squad if he's not playing. For yeah, a couple Greek you know players I mean? there. I think Bill Malgulius is a what a player. Is a an, a fellow Greek as well. He's playing at uh, in the Super League. Yeah. So I don't know the Greeks. The Greeks maybe next be. World Cup. I don't know. You never know. Where's this one? England. England. And this the next one one's playing in back England. in Australia. Uh, yeah, I'd assume. I'd assume. Can we take it to any cooler countries? There's you a World Cup in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why not? Take Rugby League Worldwide. Yeah. Or the US. There'd be some money in it. Yeah. Take it to Tonga or something. And this is the last one. It oh, does okay. fall under the rumour roundup category, but this is more of an around the grounds. Now, Gordon Tallis. Gordy. Gordy, we love him. He's on Fox Sports as a contributor. Yep. He's up there. He's on Triple M. Very critical bloke. He critical is. of players like Matt Lodge. Uh, very critical like Matt Lodge. Being an old boy of Brisbane Fair enough You know like, The old boys at Brisbane Have more of a say Than old boys at any other club They're the tightest They're the, the, tightest, most vocal old boys they're in, the in tightest group of old boys ever Like when Gamble came out And said something about Kevy, Which I didn't even think was that bad All of them came on Straight And just away. smashed Gamble Yeah very, very loyal very tight, yeah. 100% But this is where I've got to draw the line with Gordy Okay go okay, What's he get, done now? He follows me on Instagram, Gordy, so yeah. I'm, I'm not going to tread lightly here. I, I don't want to get into an exchange with Gordon Tallis like, like old Tyson did. Because he could probably throw him too. Yeah, he probably still yeah. could, yeah, 100%. But he's he's always coming out and defending Kevin Walters. Mm, I think they're mates. Of course they're mates. As I said, the old boys, a tight-knit group. He's, he's come out and said that Kevin Walters isn't to blame for Brisbane's season that just had an underwhelming finish. Fell off of, a cliff, yeah. Fell off a cliff, 100%. He's saying maybe the front office needs to carry more weight of the blame. But where was this chat when previous coaches mm. were trying to get Brisbane to play? It's a, I know Kev is your mate, but as a as a person in the media and as a person that's weighing in as an old boy of, of Brisbane, just, I think, be a bit more fair and impartial because yeah. you got to make up your mind, Gordy. Is it is it the playing group that you always go at? Is it the front office? So you're is saying it the coaching held staff? up to the same standard that C Bowl and all the other? A hundred percent. And and like Kevin Walters has had two years now, definitely a terrible ending to the season. But uh, as an old boy, that's always given it to your former club. Hold them to the same standard as they did previous Do you coaches. Feel like Kevy's maybe just ever so slightly a little bit of a protected species. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Just because he, the weight that he holds at that club, yeah. being a great of Brisbane, yeah. definitely does. And what he did with Queensland and what he's done at the Broncos, what what makes him in, what makes him, you know, such a protected species in that? Is he an unbelievable coach? You Is he what? on the level of Trent Robinson and a no, Craig Bellamy? No, no and definitely not. He was a great player. Yeah, for sure. But do you reckon it's also because he's got mates in the right places? Think about it. He, he knows, like, if I have a shocker, I've got Gordy. Media position, like he's got all these mate yeah. Wendell Sailors on radio, all these guys in. That, but that's what it feels like watching it from yeah. a, as a as an objective as an third ob- party. Yeah, uh, it just feels like Gordy, stop as taking care of your mates, and like how you give it, give it to Matt Lodge or other coaches, you should be doing the same to your pal. Do you agree? I agree. No, I think I think that's fi- I think that's speaking fi- of Matt Lodge. Yeah, see that little post he came out. I did. I thought you know what? Good on him. Yeah. I've been singing his praises all year. He's been one of the best forwards in the comp. Career resurgence at the Roosters. Sure. 
and you know, the rugby league is a game of second chances. There's yeah. been people, there's people that have played in rugby league that have done far worse, and you know we've given second chances to a lot more people, whether it's in media, in entertainment. I've had a second chance. <laughs> no, no, no. On a, on a gra- greater extent, like how much more can you can you be burying the guy? No, Gordon, again, he, Gordon Taylor's had a go at him fairly recently, saying he doesn't deserve an Australian jersey, and it's up to the coach whether or not he does or not as well. It's like, mate, that guy's done it so long ago. He's he's turned his life around. He's he's around a good culture at the Roosters, and now, like you said, he's come out and said that he wants to. Fight Paul Gallon, and he wants to also create a center that gives back to kids from out west and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I was he would reading. say. I think he read. He said that all of the proceeds. He doesn't want to center the fight. All the proceeds will go to a charity of his choice. You know, he he'd want to raise a million dollars if he could if he could if he could get this fight. And I find Paul Gallon, who's got some runs on the board in the boxing ring. Yeah. You're fighting a rugby league player that's probably never boxed. But could scrap. He's a lot enforcer. of people will probably like Gal. A lot of and Matt Lodge said a lot of people probably want to see him fight and get KO'd. So you'd get eyes on that. Hundred percent. And and it's like Gal's always you. You've always. I mean, at least for me, watching Gallon fights, you you kind of want to see Gal get get KO'd here and there. But this fight. A lot of people in Australia would maybe see Wanna Gao see as the Gao. face. Yeah, and, and the thing goes the heel. Matt Lodge as, as the villain. Yeah. Exactly right. So, I think the fight would sell. And if I'm too. if I'm Georgie Rose, I'd be trying to I'd be trying to hook that up. I think he'll make it happen. But good on Matt Lodge putting himself out there. He, he's not very outspoken. No, he's been under the pump in the media throughout the last two years, or even when he was at Brisbane. A lot of people didn't applaud the signing. But mate, he's he made played a mistake. Co- exactly right. And and he's turned it around. And as you said, Australia is the land of second chances. Before we move on to the podium, Bernard, I want to bring something up. Yeah. The Brownlow. Yes. Debacle. We were speaking about it off camera. A lot of people we know had money on Lockie Eel. Neil. Oh, mate. He was... He was... A shoo-in. A shoo-in. A shoo-in. And then what made it even crazier is about halfway through, he got to about a dollar fifty. Then they started handing out... They were doing the Oprah Winfrey, you know, to Crips. You have three points. You have three, three points. points. You have three Everybody points. Everybody get three. He was on... He was $11. At Bernard. one stage. I heard you made a... Uh, yeah, I put a little tenor on him. Wager. I lost some money on Neil, but... but do you think we need to scrap the 3 two, one way of betting and just do what they do in American sports, which is this guy is the best player and we announce it and we just use common sense? I legitimately think... It's made up on the fly, and they just go with where the money is. Because I honestly point, think so, there, there was, was a, a blow up on Twitter. There was a game he lost by forty points, and he got three. And he received three points. It's like, how does this even make sense? Who's giving out the three two ones? It's mainly journos. I think it's journos. I don't know what it's like. Umpires? Maybe it's umpires in AFL. I might be wrong. But the, but the same thing goes for Daly M. It's like yeah yeah, voting goes behind closed doors after a certain number of rounds. But it's just like. Like I said, it's so much more clear cut in the NBA. Because we NFL. just know, like Bernard. Let's be honest. I love him as a player. Ben Hunt's the not the best player in the NRL. Well, not at the moment. No, because it, because it look where his team is. If, if I I understand, like yeah, stats say one thing, and and he's been great. Yeah, and for Queensland, he was exceptional as well. But it's like Cam Munster, I would say, has sure. been up there. As for one sure. of the best players, you know, Latrell Mitchell back end of the season, yeah. yes, with injury, has been he's been one of the best players in the NRL. There's why, why couldn't we give it to a forward like Joey Tarpin? He's been great all year, and his yeah. team finished in the top eight. But I think the three you get the rare exceptions where like Tommy Trebojevic got three every week and deserved it because he was 100%. the best player. But I think sometimes, like in the case of the AFL, like if you're in a poor team and you're not that Brisbane are, but you know you're going to get three points every single week. Whereas sometimes if you're like you're a Demons player. 
you know, you're going to be sharing points with Petrarca, yeah. uh, Clayton Oliver, all that type of stuff. I think they just need to scrap three two ones, and we just, end of the year, this guy's the best player. Yeah, and then, and then, and it could just go back to to journos or something like that because that's what they do. Or you do, you pick people like you know some certain people will be journos, some will be coaches. Like you pick, you have some will be players. Yeah, well, the, I, think I think that's their argument way. is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It draws it's views. It's broke. But I I just thought the way that the people were blowing up online, the way where the money was going it's and how broke, it ended man. up for him to get to, like you said for him to get three points. He was paying eleven on the bucks. back end of uh, from that stage and. For Neil to come in as such a big favourite, I thought once they gave Neil the three points, or so that that one point right in the final round, I thought he was home. I wasn't expecting a Crips to get a three right at the end there as well, and like I said, I was I was disappointed. Had money on it as well, but what can? It's not coming from a place of bias. They do need to fix the system. They do. Well, look, the betting companies won that day, so they probably never will fix it. One thing that doesn't need to be fixed is our podium, and it's back for another week. Bernard. We're just going to do gold medal participation. Yes. So gold medal, best team, player, mm-hmm. moment of the week, participation, biggest lemon. Let's kick it off. We'll kick it off with kick it off with a bad note. Give me a participation. My participation for the week, now, it, it was in the, in the rugby league circles. Okay. Now, I just thought from a, a game, game point of view, the Canberra Raiders... How can you go from... They were never in that game. You know, how can you go from beating Melbourne, being a... Like, if you were Melbourne Storm, how you could look back on that and go, how did we lose to this team? Mm. It was just such a dominant performance by the Parramatta Eels. But they didn't look like a finals team at all. I know Ricky Stewart came out at the end of the game. I'm still proud of him. They had injuries throughout the season. They didn't expect to even get that far. But that's an NRL finals game and you're losing by almost 40 points. It's just... That's... That's kind of where the state of rugby league, at, and and that's what it was on the back end of the season with all these beltings, but it was just it was one of the sh- more unwatchable finals games, just because it was just Canberra were out of the game from the get go. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Xavier Savage getting nuttied. Yeah, was, just yeah. It was a like they Moses, played their granny the week. Running amok. Yeah, they, they, they played pl- their granny the week before. Exactly right. Exactly. Another lopsided game, and there my participation is the Sharks. The straight set sharks, they go out, out, the, out back the back door. door. When you and I, we jinxed them. We said they could be a smoky to make the GF. They had to beat the Cowboys. Well, what we did, what we said the Cowboys were going to go out the back door. We did. And it was the team that lost that game yep. was going, was out, going the back out the door. back door. So there you go. We weren't too far off. But, yeah. man, the Sharks were disappointing. Like, to lose that game, they bottled it against the Cowboys. They up by eight points for 10 minutes to go. And they were never really in that game against South. That was just shit. Well, that's why I think Parramatta... Uh, Yes, they're underdogs in this game, but I think they're specials in this game against the Cowboys because you think Cowboys and that. Sharks went toe to toe, try for try, in that game, went 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 to a golden point. Whereas I think Para, if they if they aim up forwards, aim up. Yes, they're in Townsville, that but that should give them hope that they were scrapping it out against the Sharks. We've had convincing win in the finals. We gave it to Penrith as best we could. If they feel the decent side. I think para para specials this week. No, I agree. Number one, who's your gold medal? Gold medal for me, again, not in your conventional sports, but a sport that we love dearly, the WWE. We love it. Triple H has come in, and he's turned the WWE on its he knows head. What the fans want. They've just announced Survivor Series is bringing back War Games. I don't yeah, know if you've seen, I saw that. which is the three cages, yeah. the WCW era. But one of his booking decisions is Logan Paul fighting the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. This is going to be in Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel. 
But what can't Logan Paul do? Logan Paul's getting my gold oh, medal. Because he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. He wants to jump in the ring. He's got KSI on Prime. He gets all the biggest guests on Impulsive. He's fighting at WrestleMania. Now he's fighting for the WWE champion. The guy's living the bloody dream. He is. He's actually living my dream. And he's 26 or 27. 27, well. mate. He's a freak. He's big, ripped, athletic. He's going promo for promo with Roman Reigns. Like, it's what 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 what's he doing next? Know. What do we expect him to do dream. next? Is he gonna go put on some boots for Manchester United? Is he gonna <laughs> like what, what sport is he gonna pop we'll go up become in? Become a box office star. That's what like I mean. And he, and he still wants to fight boxing, whether it's gonna be against Andrew Tate or you know, his brothers just announced that he's fighting Anderson Silva. But they, they are owning the entertainment yeah. and social space at the moment. He cannot do any wrong. But like I said, uh, who's not going to tune into that? Oh, man? no, I'll be yeah. watching. We love the Paul brothers. And my gold medal, Bernard, NFL crazy week. We had comebacks everywhere. But I've got to give some love to the New York Jets. They're down 13 points, minute and a half to go. they got no timeouts, Bernard. They get a quick touchdown. Beautiful. How many times have you seen this, though? Team goes to the onside kick. The percentage is like, it's less than 20%. You never get an onside. Yeah. Unless you're Pat McAfee, you know, you, you have a good success rate. You never rate. get one. Yeah, no. They dive on it. They get the ball back. Well, you still got to score, Bernard. Then last play of the game, the Jets, they haven't had much to cheer about for a very long time. They get the win. Oh, it's good to have NFL, the game they play in heaven, back. Like you said, there was a lot of great comebacks. One for me being the Miami oh, Dolphins. That was crazy. Tua. To come back from, what was it, 21 points? They outscored him 28-3 to in the last quarter. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, it, and that's why I think NFL has such more appeal to some of the domestic sports here, is that the game's never out of reach. No. Yes, teams can put points on. Like, there was a stage there where we thought, you know, Tampa could have been losing that game, and Brady comes in, throws the tablet, shrugs it off, brings them back. Tampa were specials this week. But it's just like, a team is never out of it. No. Whether it's a Super Bowl... Any, and know, the condensed season as well. Every yeah. game feels like a finals game. Did you see uh, Barstool posted it? The video of Brady and Lattimore getting into it. Yes. Man, you want teammates to protect you like TB. <laughs> He's getting into it. Two seconds later, nice Fournette jumps in. Mike Mike Evans jumps in. Jeez, they got a great offense this year. I mean, they should be favorites to win their conference. Well, they're winning ugly at the moment. But I know, you know but what? you think defensively, that's, that's, that's they're very strong. Yeah, and then look at the size of their, like... You know, their receivers yeah. and running backs. It's just like... You don't, you know, don't get extra points for winning pretty. Just win ugly. They know how to win. And they've, they've all been and there And you before. love the little TB updates at the end of the games on, on TikTok and Instagram. How good's TikTok? Whoever's from? running is a yeah, whoever's TikTok giving, Brady is, uh, is someone to watch. Yeah, he's the best. That wraps up the podium. B-team fans, don't stress. There's plenty more where that came from. We're dropping part two tomorrow.